Okay, so I am here in the Irish Rock and Roll Museum, uh, the Irish Rock and Roll Experience. Uh, I've just had a very nice tour by Adam here. Thank you. Hello, hello, Adam. Welcome to the Review 2 podcast. Oh, I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, so, rather amazingly, Adam has actually met all four members of U2 at different times. Yes, I've never, um, I've never met them all together in the same room at the same time. Um, it's, uh, but, yeah, they're really nice guys. I've met them... One of my best friends is Larry Mullen's nephew, but also his dog minder when he's on tour. So I've been up to the house once or twice, and I've seen the pet the dogs and all that. That that's you don't know how many people listening to this will actually want that job of meeting Larry Mullen's dog. If that's all they could ever do, then well, they would settle for that. What do we do to deserve dogs? You know. Well, I I just like the fact that Larry Mullen's got a dog. You see, that's information I didn't even know. So who did you meet first? Me first. Um, I met Bono first. Met Bono um, first. Yes, walking down Grafton Street, uh, Christmas Eve. One of his charity busks for the homeless. Yeah. He does every Christmas Eve with uh, Glenn Hanser and, and Mundy and a few others as well. So I met him. Um, that was about an hour before they were actually playing. He was making his way up to Grafton Street. So I was in around top of Grafton Street, Stephen's Green area. Google Maps later on, guys. Um, <laughs> Stephen's Green is where they um, released the sheep. Yes, the it lambs. Is. Yes, it the, is. The day after they were given the freedom of the city, talked yes. about that on the, on the podcast before. So, um, so they should be familiar with Stevens Green. Yeah, I've um, I bumped into Adam um, just in a shop before. My favourite member of, of you two. Yeah, underrated bass player. Incredibly underrated bass player. Yeah. Um, then I met the I met Larry um, after that, and uh, I met him through my friend. Yeah. Um, because I actually told him, I was talking to him about uh, this story I'll actually tell you now. Uh, many, many moons ago, my dad was actually basically the MacGyver in Windmill Lane Recording Studios, which is, you know, the iconic studio in Dublin where they recorded every, practically everything uh, through the 80s and early 90s. And um, they were recording pop at the time. So this is 96. My favourite album. Yeah, 96 or so. <laughs> and um, Larry was actually recording his uh, drum takes in a studio in Florida at the time. Okay. And he had a, a drum kit that he got over there that he was using on that record. Instead of bringing his Dublin, the kit that was in Dublin over with him, he decided to get a kit over there. And uh, they were doing, meanwhile, back in Dublin, they were doing a bit of spring cleaning in the studio. And they were, uh, and his kit was... You know, um, it was stacked up in the corner, and they're like, "Okay, what do we do with this?" So they rang Larry up, and they asked him, "You know, what do you want to do with the kit? Do you want to put it into safekeeping somewhere, or into you know, what do you want to do with it?" And uh, Larry said, "Oh no, you know, just give it away. Someone, it's fine. I'm gonna take this kit back with me from the states. Um, I'm really happy with the sound, so I'll bring it back to Windmill now in uh, the next few months." Um, and yeah, the kit was offered around to everyone, and um, it was offered to my dad. And uh, I, I'm actually a drummer now. I wasn't at the time, though. Are you about to tell me you play Larry Mullen's drum kit? No, I'm about to tell you that my dad <laughs> turns down the offer of Larry to Mullen. own Larry Mullen's drum kit. Ah. Uh, which, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. But uh, I've, as I said, I've met Larry since, and yeah. I told him the story. I still didn't get a drum kit out of it. But uh, yeah, nice guy. Took it very well. Uh, yeah, I hope you story. get a drum kit in the post someday soon. His drunk anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I have one now, but you know. It's, it's not, not Larry Mullins though. No, it's no. actually um, it's actually I bought it off a guy called Ash Sohn. Ash S O A N. If you look at up, he was drummer with like Adele and a few others. He's a gun for hire yeah. session drummer. Uh, lovely guy as well. 
Um, which just leaves the edge. Which just leaves the edge. When I graduated from college about two years ago, our special guest of honour to hand us our degrees was the edge. I was studying commercial modern music. And, um, you know, I'll take that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the edge, uh, I got talking to him a few minutes for about two, three minutes afterwards. And I was telling him about, I was talking to the, about him to, about the album War, which, as I said, mentioned to you earlier, is my favourite U2 album. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and he was saying, yeah, um, they were on Island Records at the time. And Islands, just after they released October, it wasn't selling too well at all. To the point that they actually had to move back in with their mammies and daddies. They couldn't afford the rent. So right, okay. Wasn't, and they were nearly getting, they were about to be dropped by Island Records. Until, uh, and they said that war was just the last roll of the dice. So it was make or break that album. I know they put absolutely everything they had into into war. Yeah, and it's amazing. Like For such an album that has that kind of pressure around it for a very young man at that time as well. Yeah. That And then you hear like Bono last all the lyrics and yeah, we wrote them. Yeah, I'm, um, I, I'm 27 now and to listen to War, which is an album of 23 year olds, 22 and 23 year olds, yeah. kind of breaks my heart. It breaks the dream. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like, meanwhile, what were they doing at my age? You know? Yeah. The, so you've met all four members of you two. Yes, but never in the same room at the same time. Who so. is your favourite? Larry. Larry's your favourite. Lovely guy. Best really interaction guy. and yeah, bounced off him very well. Yeah, uh, we were ta- I was actually talking to him about the story of how um, he when you two on the Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, Larry actually, I think, was the only member that didn't have any dialogue on that episode, and the yeah. reason being is because he was actually over there, but he actually had to fly home because uh, Elvis, his son, was being born. So right, he, okay. That's the, that's the reason he's not uh, a voice appearance on this. It, another another answer to a question we've asked on the podcast before. So there you go. You, you, and you, yeah. it's almost as if you've listened to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, guys. <laughs> but no, um, Adam. Thank you very much for the tour. Fantastic tour. You're very welcome. Uh, if you're ever in Dublin, please come to the Irish Rock and Roll Museum experience. Uh, fantastic, and hopefully you'll be lucky and get Adam on the tour, just like we did today. You're very welcome, guys. All the best. Back to you in the studio. Bye-bye. Hi there, thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to get in touch, please contact us on facebook.com forward slash review2u or on soundcloud.com forward slash review2 or search for the Review2 podcast on iTunes. You can also email us at review2contact at gmail.com. Please like, comment and subscribe. Thank you.